Welcome to Elevate. My name is Ellie Stiles, intuitive channeler, yoga instructor, and holistic wellness enthusiast. I'm bringing you conversations to help guide you towards better ways of thinking, feeling, and being. If you push play today, know that you are in the right place at the right time, and I am so grateful that you are here. Let's begin. Welcome to the very first episode of Elevate. I am so excited that you're here, mainly because this episode has so much guidance and wisdom to be shared. And that is all because of our guest, Mike Ryan. He is the founder of Samadhi Moss. He is an astrology consultant, yoga instructor, and certified Thai bodywork and Reiki practitioner. In this episode, we discuss the health benefits of CMOS. We talk about depression, social media, psychedelics, how to give yourself permission to be human, learning to let go of perfectionism, and we deep dive into so many different holistic health practices on food, water, energy, and so much more. Mike has so much knowledge and wisdom to share, and there truly is something for everybody in this episode. Um, You know, my mission here is to bring you conversations that are going to elevate your mind, body, and spirit. And so however you arrive today, whether that be with a peaceful heart, maybe with some anxiety, maybe some weight on your shoulders today, know that you're going to hear something in this episode today that you were intended to. Um, And also know that wherever you are, it's exactly where you need to be. So you're in the right place at the right time. And I can't wait for you guys to listen to this. Enjoy. Hi, Mike. Welcome to Elevate. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you so much, Ellie, for having me on. Oh, it's going to be so good. Um, All right. Tell us a little bit about your current wellness routine. Sure thing. So um, the number one thing that I make sure I do every day is drink clean water, breathe clean air, and eat clean food. Um, In Chinese medicine, uh, qi is comprised of the air you breathe and the food that you eat. And I like to throw water in this too because our bodies are really made of water. And, and like 70% or something like that? Um, something like that, but um, more so the lymphatic fluid in the blood is what really intrigues me. There's so much lymphatic fluid in the body. I think there's three times more lymph fluid than blood. And we need to yeah. stay hydrated to move the toxins out of the lymph, basically through the liver and out of the body. And so drinking really clean water, like purified mineral water, spring water is really important. So I always start my day with um, a nice tall glass of water. And I follow it with a big spoonful of sea moss. Um, Sea moss, I notice when I take it before I eat breakfast, like first thing in the morning is that it gives me an energetic boost and just an overall reset to my system. Um, Sea moss is a seaweed and seaweed accounts for um, 50 to 70% of the total oxygen on earth. It's crazy. So crazy. Powerhouse. Absolutely. That includes all the oxygen in the ocean as well as 
50 to 70 percent of the oxygen on land so the trees are definitely up for <laughs> up for their money with with sea moss and um uh so the premise behind sea moss is the oxygenating effects so when you consume raw and wild sea moss it has a tendency to oxygenate the cells and when the cells have a chance to bring in oxygen, it can eliminate um, acidity from the body and it can eliminate toxins and disease and stuff. So mm -hmm. um, starting your day off with that alkaline boost is, in my opinion, one of the best things that's really helped me on my wellness path. And um, not only is the oxygen, you know, beneficial, but sea moss also has 92 minerals and our body's comprised of 102 minerals. Wow. And so when we consume sea moss, we consume our essential minerals that we need. And, um, you know, this includes like magnesium and iron and manganese and, and there's just so many other, um, health benefits to sea moss too, as well as, uh, vitamins, vitamin A, B, D, E, K, um, you know, and uh, omega-3s and um, antioxidants and iodine to help support the thyroid, which can boost metabolism and, mm -hmm. and energy. And so, um, and so the first thing I do when I wake up is, is I do that. And then I do five to 10 minutes of Qigong. Um, I do what's called spaghetti arms, where you just like wave your arms across your body and you want to slap your kidneys with each slap okay. you want to awaken the kidney chi because the kidneys is what houses our um our life force and so sea moss coupled with some qigong to awaken the life force energy in our kidneys and i also rub my kidneys too vigorously with the back of my hand with my knuckles um and i pat them as well and i just do a full body pat down with my um with my palms and okay. And um, I'll meditate for a couple minutes and then um, I'll make breakfast, which is usually either like granola. I make my own almond milk with sprouted almonds from Italy. <laughs> and um, uh, or I'll do like quinoa and eggs, you know, I'll try to mix it up. But, you know, um, yeah, pr pretty much the main thing first thing in the morning is water, sea moss, um, Qigong meditation, good breakfast. And this doesn't take me that long. All this takes me maybe 30 minutes, you know, and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm efficient. I like to, you know, I don't like to drag on my routines for too long. I'm very like, okay, let's, cause when I'm up, I'm up, like I can wake up and I'm up. Um, yeah, it doesn't take me long to like, just be up, you know? And, um, I mean, the last time I've drank coffee or caffeinated tea, it's been many years. So no caffeine at all? None, yeah. none. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes. did you make that transition? Um, 2013. Okay. Yeah. I was working at a coffee shop and I actually totally overdid it on coffee. What was and... your like daily order back in 2013 when you were Oh, no, <laughs> nothing close to the daily order of today. Um, when I worked at this coffee shop, I would just like down a double shot latte with soy milk, which is like not the best thing for, especially for a male to take. Um, Will you, you know. just touch really quickly on why that is? Um, the estrogen, 
Okay. Levels in the male body can increase, and I think a lot of um, soy milk over time, studies have shown, can lead to a decrease in testosterone in males mm -hmm. and hormonal issues in women also if taken, um, if, if overdone, right? Uh, and also with soy, um, most of the soybean crops in our country are GMO. So when you consume soy products, soy milk, you have to really make sure it's organic and non-GMO. You have to read the label. Um, so I'm not opposed to soy as a food. I'm not like anti-soy, but um, you have to really be cautious with where you're sourcing your soy. Sure. And also where you're sourcing everything, because in this world where capitalism exists, there are a lot of um, competitive snaky people in the food and um, health and wellness industry too. Mm -hmm. You have to be really mindful with where you source your herbs and your supplements and your sea moss and your mm -hmm. everything. Um, so it takes a lot of discernment. It takes a lot of like feeling into your gut, your intuition, but also, um, you know, just, just being aware of the information that's out there too. Sure. Yeah. So where do you source your water? What, what water do you think? So what I do is um, I have a reverse osmosis filter in my in my apartment. But um, drinking reverse osmosis water by itself isn't necessarily good for you because reverse osmosis strips the water of toxins and pollutants, but it also strips it of its minerals. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I add my own minerals to the water so that I am drinking the cleanest most wow. purest mineral rich water i can and, and where are you sourcing your minerals i source my minerals from a company called um oh what is it called it's called mana mana something it's a, it's it's an oregon based it's an ashland oregon based company okay i'll have to i'll have to get it i'll have to get back to you on on the yeah, name of the company but the description yeah but it's something uh oh no i think it's fight oh it's vitality herbs and clay yeah, and they source really pure like herbs and clay minerals, which is what I put in in the water. So it has like all these uh, minerals and also like clay and crystal bits and stuff. It's really powerful, um, and it really like helps flush you out and just you know energizes you. And and a lot of people in our world um, are mineral deficient, mm -hmm. and so it's important to replenish with minerals every day. Um, you know, so that you are good. What are the yeah. most common reasons why we're deficient in minerals? Um, mainly because we're exposed, in my opinion. Like, I think that people who are really uh, more, I guess, scientifically keen on this topic can, can say more than me. But I think um, just on my feeling here is that we don't consume minerals through our food properly. Mm. You know, um, our food is most of it. If you're not consciously sourcing your food or going to the right, um, restaurants and cafes, um, you know, it's a lot of empty calories. It's a lot of, um, you know, uh, engineered food, you know, chemically engineered, um, uh, sprayed with chemicals or preservatives and you're just not getting that full whole food effect that you would otherwise and um 
also too, like we're so exposed to toxins and heavy metals and pollutants and we breathe it in on a daily basis you know whether we think we are or not we we are breathing in um toxins and so whatever we can do to combat that whether that's through intake of antioxidants or you know um high fruit diet um, a lot of water to flush all that out sea moss does a really good job at that sea moss really helps bind the toxins and helps flush it out the colon. Mm. Um, so doing things like that is really, really helpful to just making sure that you're in a state of optimal health on a day-to-day -day basis. I love all of it. Amazing. Were there any imbalances prior to you, you know, gaining this knowledge and implementing all this into your routine that you were aware of? and that you notice now today have significantly shifted in my own body. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I have had a history of, of having some very severe and mysterious health issues in my body, specifically around the ages of 18 to 22, 23. Um, I had a very mysterious, um, physical symptom of, muscular contraction to the point where I couldn't even bend down to tie my shoe. Wow. And I had this um, sort of dis-ease for a number of years and no one could figure it out. No one could figure it out. Um, no physical therapist, no chiropractor, masseuse, or neurosurgeon could pin down exactly what it was. You went to a neurosurgeon? Many times. Wow. Yeah, several surgeons and neurosurgeons and... Um, you know, I've gone MRIs and I've gone um, steroid injections in my spine um, because it got to the point where my body was like a cardboard box. It was just like it wouldn't move. And um, I was an athlete growing up. I played competitive basketball and track and field, but I was always kind of like rigid in my body. I never really knew. I was never really taught how to take care of it. And so... Um, and so what really helped me heal from all of this, and this is, mind you, after my whole runaround with Western medicine and being on pills, um, being on all these different protocols that, you know, treat the symptom rather than the root, um, what really helped me heal was my introduction to Qigong and yoga and um holistic nutrition. And this combination of lifestyle choices, basically, uh, modalities helped me heal my, um, my issue. And I became pain free in my body by the time I turned 24. And this is in conjunction with working with like energy healers and naturopathic doctors, a lot, of different a lot of different, yeah, I got a lot of help, but, um, I got to a point where I was like, wow, there's something to this. There's something to holistic health and mindful living and, and wellness. And, um, I was at the time I was working a corporate job in New York city and I was, uh, I was pretty miserable and I quit the job and I moved into a smaller room in an apartment to save money. And I just, worked at one of uh, Manhattan's um, premier uh, raw food, um, vegan raw food restaurants. And it was during that year, that first year of me being involved in that scene and that community that I learned 
so much valuable information about superfoods and herbs and cleansing and detoxing and and I did my first liver gallbladder cleanse. I did like all of these things to help progress my physical vitality and well-being. And I tried with all these supplements. And, you know, when you're on your wellness journey, it's it's always a trial and error. You know, yeah. you always have to try things. And, oh, this doesn't work for me. Maybe this will, you know, like, oh, this is the craze. People love this, but uh, it doesn't really work in my body. I'm going to do this. Oh, this works really well, right? So it's all about mixing and melding what works best for you and um and yeah so from there i just started uh i i've worked in about four or five different health conscious restaurants in the city and i just learned so much about food and about nutrition and about like wellness and um i also got into thai massage and yoga i started teaching yoga and i and i um started a thai massage practice where i was going door to door to people and I was massaging them and that was like my full-time job and it was great. And, um, and I was also representing, um, different brands, different superfood brands. Mm -hmm. So I represented a Moringa company who fair trade, uh, sourced their Moringa from uh, Tanzania. And then I, uh, worked for a maple water company who, um, had a maple farm, maple tree farm in upstate New York. They would tap the trees and collect the water and sell the water as, as um, you know, natural sources of electrolytes and, and vitamins and minerals. And so I also worked for a juice and smoothie brand, um, raw, organic, cold pressed, um, the whole nine yards. And so within these experiences, I learned a lot about um, not only like nutrition and holistic nutrition but um superfoods and herbs and and what goes into um you know developing and starting a company like a superfood company which is what i'm what i'm in the process of doing now and so so all these experiences all these life experiences has brought me to 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 here yeah tactical yeah, pretty packed. Yeah, the wellness world is really saturated, and there's always a lot of buzzwords around what's good for you and, and what isn't. And do you feel like, you know, I know my personal wellness experience, I've just experimented. It is, it's an experiment all the time of what feels good and, and where your energy is shifting. And um, do you feel like it is super personal to the body, or do you think there are a few, fa few things that are a one size fits all and that everyone should be focusing on? I think for the most part, it's very personal. And also our bodies change mm -hmm. and our needs change. Our um, imbalances change, yeah. right? So I know for me, um, I was vegan for a full year. I was raw vegan. I was fruitarian for a little bit. What I was um, just eating fruit. And, and some avocado and some nuts here and there. It's wow. like the 80, 10, 10. Um, I don't know if that's like a whole diet, like the 80, 10, 10, 80% fruits, 10% nuts, 10% um, fats, I believe. I don't know. How it's been a while since that? I, uh, I was living in Costa Rica okay. and it was only for like a month, but okay. I was really on it. I was like gung ho. I was eating like everything raw and I was, I lost weight, but I, I felt good. I was in the sun. I was in the ocean. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't sustainable. And that's the thing about these fat diets, about these, you know, um, you know, things like, uh, um, like 
you know, for in all fairness, you know, veganism can work for people long term. Mm -hmm. Fruitarian can work for people long term. Um, keto, paleo, whatever, right? But um, our bodies do adapt, but sometimes, and my naturopathic healer, who's an incredible human being and scientist, he he's told me that out of the thousands of patients he's seen, the most healthy people come into his office are the ones who eat everything in moderation, who don't limit anything from their diet, who eat everything. And um, of course, you know, organic whole foods, not the store whole foods, but you know, whole foods and organic and and clean for the most part. But um, I found that really interesting, you know, and I think there's a lot of dogma around, you know, what's right and what works and like, yeah. And I just feel like, you know, just, just forget all that. Like you are your own unique individual sovereign being that you need to do what feels good for you and your gut and your body. And, um, no one can make that decision for you unless if they're like your doctor and they're looking at your blood results and they're saying, Oh, your iron is low. You need to eat more meat. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff makes sense. But otherwise, um, like you said, it's, it's like a whole journey of, um, of hit or miss and it always changes. That's the one thing I learned about the health journey is that it always changes. You're always going to, um, crave one thing over another for a period of time, and then it's going to shift and you're going to need other things and, um, maybe other supplements. Like sometimes you may need to get on a, on a, on a B supplement. Sometimes you may need to supplement more with vitamin D or with whatever. Right. So it's like, it's always, always changing. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about it is that the body is so miraculous in that way. The body is so alive and um needy all the time and that those needs change it's our most our most loyal messenger that we have totally yeah totally do you feel that do you feel that we should listen to our bodies when okay when when cravings arise and we're doing everything in moderation obviously depending on what you know, when we're, when we're really listening to our bodies in terms of food, what are the messages that it's often trying to tell us? So in my experience and in my knowledge, and, you know, other people may um, have different opinions about this, but if a craving arrives um, and if it's supplemental, like if it's a craving for vitamin V supplement or vitamin D or CMOS or or steak, you know, if it's yeah. like supplemental, um, You're rich to what that food is full of, right? Okay. Then yeah. yeah, you should totally listen to your body and, and take yeah. that because your body needs it. It wants it. But if you're stressed out and craving a chocolate bar, that's a whole another type of craving that needs yeah. to be addressed. Like, obviously, yeah, like we're going to reach for the chocolate when we're stressed or when we need a you know, a little endorphin boost or whatever, because that, um, or, uh, yeah, whatever, because it really does help with our mood and whatnot. But if it becomes a pattern of reaching for sugar, when we're stressed, it can ultimately become unhealthy because stress by itself is not good. Add sugar to the mix. They're not very good at giving your body 
vitality and optimal health. It's kind of like a fake energy boost that you'll get temporarily. It's like, it's like reaching for, um, and in no offense to the coffee drinkers out there, but it's like reaching <laughs> for caffeine when you're a little tired during the day. It's like, that's, that's masking, that's masking things. That's, that's a bandaid. You know, why are you really tired? Is it, is it emotional? Is it, is it psycho spiritual? Is it, are you mineral deficient? Are you, you know, what's low in your blood work, right? Like, or, or what's going on in your environment? Are you around a lot of toxins? Are you inhaling weird fumes or whatever, right? It's like, whatever's going on, there's a root cause of why you're feeling tired. Is it a chronic autoimmune disease? Is it, you know, we all have issues, right? It's like, if you're living in a human body, which we all are, um, then you have issues. We all have issues. We all have health issues. And, um, I think that, uh, this, uh, coronavirus pandemic has really shed light on, on these issues for people. I think people are focusing more on their health and wellness than ever before because yeah, exactly. it's been at the forefront of everything. And so, um, and so we're all starting to understand that we all have issues and we're all susceptible, sorry, to different things and different illnesses and that we need to, um, uh, we need to pay attention to that and we need to really give our body what it, what it wants with, with, without like, you know, destroying it and giving it crap food or sugar yeah. when we're stressed. So good. Yeah. So many good things. Um, outside of taking care of ourselves physically, which is such a, a significant element of our wellness, you know, I'd love to transition to energy and how you take care of your energy and what that looks like. Oof, it's a whole nother beast, but it's really important. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, energy is everything. We're comprised of energy and energy is all around us. And, um, the universe is made of energy and there's energy in this table that the microphone is sitting on, you know? Um, so it's about being aware of energy. And in my experience, you become aware of energy more when you um, eliminate distractions and when you eliminate toxins and things that can kind of flood your perception on what energy is. Um, and this can get controversial and it is controversial, but, um, you know, from my experience, personal experience and from just what I know, um, when you clean your body out of toxins and chemicals, you can sense energy in a more clear way. Mm. You're less clouded. Sure. And this goes to eating food that's clean and pure, drinking clean water, breathing clean air, um, not taking medications if you don't really need to, right? Um, and that's a whole another issue of why we're like being fed so many pharmaceuticals. But um you know, I think medications, chemicals, hormonal pills, um, and the like should be the last resort. Um, but unfortunately, we were taught in this sort of reality 
to use it as a first resort and to use, you know, Western medicine and, and these pills as the number one go-to. And, um, you know, not to hate on Western medicine or doctors, there's some really good doctors out there and some really good medicine out there for people. But, um, you know, if, if there is a natural way of treating a disease, then you should totally try that first. Unless if it's a situation where you're at the end of your rope and you need a boost or you need sure. something to balance you out until you can find short term. Yeah, until you yeah. can find a more long-term solution. Yeah. Um and all for me personally, um I've struggled with uh PTSD and anxiety and depression for the bulk of my life and um I've always have done ways to treat this and cope with it without um going on medication and and i know this is a really touchy subject because i know people who who need it who who definitely rely on medication and people who who really do need it and you know i don't want to say that it's um that medication isn't helpful but for me it's like i'm also pretty stubborn and <laughs> and i'm like if if i can get on top of this by getting to the root of why this is happening and by moving energy mm -hmm. through the body because trauma and PTSD gets stuck in our mm -hmm. tissues, gets stuck in our cells. And there's this book called Waking the Tiger that talks about this. It's really good. It talks about how um, trauma gets stuck in the body and it manifests as anxiety and depression and paranoia and all these things. So when it comes to energy, it's all about moving the energy. It's all about getting the energy to, to move through the body and to clear the energy. And one part of clearing that energy is cleaning up your diet, um, drinking clean water, getting those toxins to flush out. Because um, when you drink tap water, you're, it's kind of like you're putting dirty water into the fish tank, you know? Um, so, so it's really important on that front, right? That's kind of the easiest thing you can do is eat good, drink good, breathe good, right? There's really good air purifiers out there on the market. There's um, really good, you know, water filters and, and good organic food available. But so step two is the psychological awareness of why we have an energetic imbalance. So we have an energetic imbalance, um, understanding the psychology of it. Where does this come from? Who does this belong to? Is it mine? Is it my parents? Is it societies? Is it my girlfriends? Whatever, right? Which takes a lot of awareness. A lot of awareness. And for some, it can take a lot of therapy. But, um, you know, it's just asking the questions. It's asking the questions, why does this happen? Why am I feeling this? Why does this pattern repeat itself in my life? Mm -hmm. And so asking the questions, reading the right books, um, journaling, that's sort of like a step in the direction of understanding the energy that needs to be cleared. So, so we can understand the energy as much as we want. We can intellectualize our own psychology, um, until the end of time, but that's not necessarily going to heal an energetic imbalance. Mm -hmm. In my experience and in my opinion is that what heals an energetic imbalance is through um, 
intentional practices to move that energy through and out of the body. So this can be in the form of holotropic breath work, where you're vigorously repeating the same breath cycle over and over again until you get tetany in your hands and your feet, you start to clamp up and energy is finally moving out of your limbs. And um, you can purge vocally through yells and screams, you can cry, um, which I've experienced quite a bit. I have really been immersed in holotropic breath work for the past, well, for the past few years, but for the past year, especially. Um, really great way to clear trauma out of the body too. And it's free, you guys. Breathwork is I, free. Breathwork <laughs> is free. Holotropic breathwork, I would suggest do it with a facilitator. Sure. Because it's yeah. really heavy work and it yeah. can it can stir up a lot. So it's nice to have that, you know, that guidance. Yeah, but for sure, you're right. I mean, breathwork is free and there are really good resources online and on YouTube for just, Yeah. Totally. Um, so there's that. There's also psychedelics, which has been um, a really uh, interesting facet in my life. Um, I haven't been consistent with psychedelic usage, but I know when I do go on a bit of a mushroom journey, for example, um, energy does get moved through the body. Um, oftentimes you laugh, you cry, you need to move your body. You might want to dance. You might want to stretch or wring yourself out literally. Um, but also what I love about psychedelics is that not only does it work on the physical level, it works on the spiritual level and the psychological level where you're able to really take a step back from yourself, from your, you know, yourself, from your, this three-dimensional mundane egoic self, you're able to take a step back and you're able to look at your dramas from a bird's eye view, which you is, the observer. you become the observer and you start to understand that we're living in a multi-dimensional plane of existence but we're so focused and living really on this third people say third dimension um which is you know sort of the prefrontal cortex like everyday sort of you know x's and o's of life and we get caught up in our dramas and the he said she said and the gossip and all that but when you take mushrooms it's like you really scale back and you see all those things and you're like, who fucking cares? <laughs> you know, such a good, a good outlook on it. Yeah. Like, so what? For you know, like, <laughs> who cares? Does this even matter? Like, what the fuck? You know, it's like. <laughs> and, it's laughable. Oh, my God. It yeah. is so laughable. All the little things we put all of our energy and attention to that long term have no meaning it's perspective first so much yeah and it's so healing to have that perspective and to be in that place of like just zooming out yeah and just saying you know what it's fine <laughs> <laughs> i know it's not accessible you know to interpret to the average person not everyone can digest 
you know, psychedelics or is open to them. Um, but it's something that if you ever have an inkling towards, I know both of us would just highly encourage doing so in a safe and guided environment too, especially if it's your first time. But absolutely. Um, yeah. Truly, I would, I'm sure you might agree with this, but I also struggle with depression and mushrooms have to be one of my, my number, both adaptogenic and psychedelic number one healing mechanisms for for dissolving that. Yeah. Mm, I love it. And adaptogenic mushrooms too. I add some to the sea moss that I make and, and it's, it's so unbelievably powerful how adaptogens in general can just like just shift your state you know it can just totally shift your state and um yeah i mean that's literally what adaptogens are for they adapt to where you're at and they balance you out so to speak um so uh yeah i think that's great that you 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 do both and both help you yeah so Mike has, if you haven't caught up on it already, he has a CMOS company and that's how I met Mike was, was trying his CMOS and it, it's magical. It's my number one supplement recommendation right now. I'm his biggest fan. 100%. <laughs> um, and yeah, he's been making different blends with, with different herbs in them. So I've just been kind of sampling all the different, all the different kinds and um, the best way I can describe physically when I, I've been taking CMOS for two months now, I feel clear. I feel like there mm. are layers of toxins that have been lifted. I feel more in my body and things feel less cloudy. And that's the best way I can describe it. And I'm still, I'm weaning off of coffee. I drink it. <laughs> I used to be, I used to drink a lot of coffee, but I'm trying to be more intentional with my caffeine intake and its effects on the nervous system. And I do the CMOS every morning on an empty stomach, like you suggested. And you guys, I will literally be sitting at my office scooping it all day long because it's so good. And he told me my body would start to crave it because of all the vitamins and minerals. And it's truly, it's hydrating. It's oxygenating. I feel energized. Um, and my brain function feels fire. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. It acts as a neuroprotective and also, um, yeah, you. I want to hire you as the official spokesperson for my <laughs> for my CMOS company. Um, but uh, if you guys want to check it out, thank you. If you guys want to check it out, it's called Samadhi Moss, S A M A D H I. It's a Sanskrit word for um, basically um, a high level of meditation, and I want that to reflect the ingredients and the sourcing that is in the jar. And so, um, Samadhi Moss, check it out on Instagram. But anyways, um, see Moss aside, um, we were talking about energy and I just want to touch on one more thing is that, um, for the last few years, I've made my living as astrological consultant. I I shifted away from Thai massage and, and yoga and, um, and I got more into the cerebral and cerebral um, <laughs> elements of, of healing and astrology um, is a very heady practice. There's a lot of math in it. There's a lot of science. There's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of mythological and archetypal interpretation and 
Um, and it's, it's powerful work and it can help you with that perspective again of really zooming out and seeing yourself for the soul that you are and the path that your soul is going on and what it wants to achieve in this lifetime and explore. Um, but to be honest with you, um, the last couple months, I've been taking a step back from astrology because I felt there was something missing in my life. Um, my soul needed something and, um, astrology just wasn't it anymore. Not to say that astrology will never be it again for me. I mean, I definitely will be an astrologer for as long as I live, but for the last couple of months, I've been taking a step back. I've been doing less consults and less Instagram posts about it. And what's really fascinating is that, um, you know, recently I, I embarked on a, on a mushroom journey and I was in nature and I was really trying to um, feel into what it was that I needed. Um, and what I found during the journey and this is going to sound really hippie, but while I was hugging a tree, I was like, holy shit, this is what I, this is what I needed. I needed to come back down to earth. Yeah. I needed to connect to the feminine. And usually when I'm out of touch with the feminine, I'm usually like scrolling on the apps. I'm swiping. I'm like fantasizing a lot about like women. And I'm just like, totally off balance in that sense. And, and what mushrooms, the purpose that it can serve is it can kind of show you what you need, you know, at times. And, and in this experience, I was, I had this moment with nature and I was like, Oh my God, this is it. And, um, you know, I need to come back to her. I need to come back to this, this place, <laughs> this plane and be held by it. Um, and, uh, you know, with astrology, it's, it's very, it's very heady. It's, it's very male dominated. It's a male dominated practice has been for thousands of years lately. That's changed, but, um, traditionally, you know, it's a very sort of outward seeking sort of, you know, wayfinding kind of thing. So, um, but obviously that, that is shifting now and it's, it's beautiful that it's shifting, but um, just to give you some background on the ancient sort of ancient uh, origin. origin. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, I was like, Oh my God, like I need to get out of my damn head and like, yeah, like just getting so caught up in the head and just like come back down to earth, come back down to the body, connect to nature. Um, and that's also why I love selling the sea moss is that it comes from, earth it's as natural as you can get and it is the basis it is the foundation for for all food for the food chain in the ocean basically yeah, yeah. sharks depend on um seem on on sea moss on seaweed yeah. and plankton and um you know we do too being here on earth so so yeah um so that's kind of the gist on that it's interesting you called out the masculine and feminine imbalances because i think that was a huge theme for this kind of as we're gearing towards the new year um there's been a lot of reflection on on where those imbalances are and um you know i, I 
do completely agree that the mushrooms can unveil those and kind of lead you in the right direction. And um, it's interesting too, the spiritual world and the journey, how easy it is to get to live in our heads too often. And we forget that we're earthly beings and that we have this earthly experience. And so it's really a balance of, of both of those. And so, yeah, it's beautiful that you were able to experience that and, and that you're stepping into to more of your masculine and feminine in a balanced state. Mm, yeah. Thank you. And, um, most people who are in this field, in this industry are still trying to heal themselves. Yeah. And they're in it because they're just so devoted to the healing. And I think we're, we're always, we're always healing. It's never this, you know, we get to a certain point and we're good for eternity. I think there are imbalances that we can heal, but I would say there's always something that we're working towards. And it's this beautiful, this beautiful act. It's part, it's part of the human journey. And I think we need to normalize um, that ebb and flow and that just the dance between all of it and it's it's not this darker light it's this oneness of like this is our all-encompassed experience and whether you're in a high vibration or a low vibration there's it's not good or bad it's just it is yeah it is one yeah it's the yin yang symbol yes of you're always going to have light in the dark you're always going to have dark in the light you know you're always going to have both in each other and it's like it's duality it is yeah. The moon will always come after the sun, you know? Always. It's like, it's all about that integration. All about it. Wait, I have one more question. Um, What would you say to the Mike that was depressed and that was imbalanced? Like, what would you say to him now or someone like him? Well, I'm not to the point where I'm living life without experiencing bouts of depression and anxiety and it still creeps up yeah um but now i'm more aware and i know what i need to do more so yeah than what that I did makes in the sense past. and in the past and i think a lot of people um sometimes aren't even aware of what's going on with themselves and um it's so easy to distract ourselves from ourselves. Like the world is set up in such a way where we can distract ourselves every moment till we die, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, whether that's a physical distraction as far as like consuming things that can cloud our perception of ourself, um, or if it's like an external extraction in form of entertainment or, you know, we're all addicted to our phones. I am, I'm not gonna lie. And um, it's just really just being aware of it. It's like, we're always going to fall back into old patterns. Yeah, it's a part of it, the healing process, the falling back. Totally, Yeah. but if we're aware of it, then we can slowly chip away at changing. Yeah. So what I would say to the old Mike, who would experience things and maybe wasn't aware of them or maybe would reach out to something to heal, you know, that old Mike who would, you know, watch porn or 
drink whatever or smoke whatever it's like you know like you can discover true healing through getting to the root of why you're feeling this mm. it's going to take a lot of work and it's going to be really hard but it's possible and of course we're all human we do fall back into ways that are unhealthy and self-destructive but the more aware you become and the more you do embark on this path of wellness and healing the more we're able to catch ourselves more quickly and get back yeah. on the wagon quicker integration too totally like the awareness the awareness increases and then also just like your it becomes almost a new attachment to good feelings, you know, to feeling good, to feeling clear, to feeling aligned yeah. and in balance. And then when you step back into something old that doesn't align with your new energy, you're like, this doesn't feel good. And you immediately have this, I want to, you know, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. This is why I made the shifts that I did. And it's, it, yeah, I don't want to call it an attachment in a negative way. It's just, a, you discover a way of, of being and feeling and thinking that is so good you don't make choices that don't align with that totally there is there is a caution with that too what is the caution tell me the caution with that and i've fallen into this is becoming addicted to feeling really good yeah through natural means mm -hmm. to the point where you become obsessive to the point where you can't even guilty as charged yeah, yeah, to the point where you can't even enjoy a piece of cake on someone's birthday. Yeah. Or, um, you know, you can't spray some Lysol to clean something because, you know, the fumes or the chemicals. You know, like, like we can get really um, crazy sometimes <laughs> about health. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've worked in New York City and all these restaurants that were focused on optimal health. Mm -hmm. And I would have customers come in and they would really be um, unwell because they were so like attached to always feeling good that they were never able to be human. And, yes. And so that that's the only, yeah. yeah. So there is that, there's a term for it too. I forgot the term. Like um, OCD. <laughs> uh, it's like something there's, oh, there's I know word, exactly what you're talking about. But it's also this term too for like people who, um, like, it's like with food as well. Yes, I actually that's something I struggle with. I can't even get the terminology right now. But that was a huge piece of of my struggles, and really in my healing journey, it's been about acknowledging my human self and and forgiving, but not even forgiving, like giving permission to to be in my human and to to have that piece of cake or be on my phone, be on Instagram for an hour and totally. not beat yourself up about it. Cause if you do that every time, you know, you're not, you're not helping yourself at all. It's like, be aware, give yourself the space and enter a new energy when you're ready to. Totally. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So it's all about that balance. You yeah. know, I was at a concert the other night and my friend bought M&Ms and kettle corn and, bratwurst from the concession stand and like I ate it all you know it was like like me back when I started my journey when I was working at these restaurants when I was like you know really like in it I would have never 
thought to eat like, candy and kill the corn. Your bratwurst. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm like, whatever. You know, like it's yeah. every once in a while, it's fine. Like, it's that energy it. behind our choices. Like if totally. you sit there and you have a plate of like a plate of broccoli and then a plate of cake, and the energy behind both of them is like. I'm nervous to consume this because I'm afraid of how I'm going to feel it. The food's not going to matter. I mean, yes, long-term it will, but sitting there in that moment, your body's going to receive the food with the intention that you set before you're eating it. Totally. And with every other decision that you make, if you are, you know, about to hop on Instagram and you're all, you know, giving yourself shit for being on it. Yeah. It's not going to feel good or sit well. And I think that goes with so many other things. Absolutely. And it's like the stress that we experience before we eat something is worse than the food itself. Yeah. Or the thing itself. What can people do to like eliminate that, that stress? Give yourself room to be human Yeah. and forgive yourself and allow yourself pleasures that maybe are, um, uh, talked negatively about these days, you know, like, Oh, scrolling on Instagram is bad. Don't do it. But it's like, if it gives you pleasure for 20 minutes, you know, like <laughs> scroll away. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like, yeah. If it's, if it's in moderation and, and if it's, you know, not c- totally consuming your life, then like, in moderation. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Oh, so many good things. I'm so grateful for you and so grateful for everything you shared. I, I feel like this conversation will spark a lot of interest because we covered so many, so many different <laughs> topics. Um, and so, yeah, please reach out to Mike or myself if you guys have any curiosity in any of the specific topics that we discussed. And, Definitely check out his CMOS. Are you planning on doing any? I know you do local delivery right now, and you'll be at the farmers market in Lucadia. Yes. Um, will there be any other channels to get your CMOS? Um, so I will be starting um, West Coast delivery very soon. That's exciting. Yeah, and then <laughs> East Coast delivery later on, but West Coast okay. delivery very soon. Yeah, um, I'm already delivering to Northern California and. Bay Area and okay, stuff. Amazing. Yeah, so. Yeah, all of this information will be in the bio. Um, Mike, thank you so much. Thank you, so Ellie. Much. I'm so thankful for you as well. Um, you've been such a positive influence and person in my life, and I just really appreciate you and, and just the energy you bring into the world. Um, so thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me on. I'm very honored. And uh, yeah. All love. <laughs> all love. <laughs> Bye, guys.